And welcome into Half the Distance Live, your weekly barroom commentary NFL show. If you're wondering what barroom commentary means, it means we are going to be drinking beers, whiskey, and smoking cigars while we do this. We're going to go over all of this week's games, and we're also going to make our picks for next week's games. I am Matty Fax, joined by the professor, Brian. Where's Scotty Stats? Scotty Stats has been replaced by... <laughs> not well, me. something that's not as ugly as he is. It's actually, so the whistle pig is perfectly well, placed. Sorry. <laughs> it looks like Grogu's hiding behind the whiskey. <laughs> We've replaced Scott with a bottle of whiskey pig. It's yeah. delicious. Uh, Joy Dog Camera by the great Scott Gunter, Dick Woodcock, and of course, Up Greg. If you've never joined us before, every week we make our picks and we keep track of those. And whoever had the worst week of making picks has to use their least favorite team's koozie. Now, Scott is not here, but he wasn't last place either, so I'm going to put this Giants koozie out here for him, also to celebrate his team's win. Oh, yeah. The professor yeah. was actually number one, gets to use his Broncos, and Dick Woodcock and I tied, so he gets the Tom freaking Brady koozie, and I have to use the Green Bay Packers koozie. It's always uh, worse than they win. Which sucks, because I am going to be drinking a delicious Hudson Valley Sour IPA. Uh, not a sponsor, but they could be. Send the check. Uh, you know, this week, a lot of fun games. However, a lot of injuries. We're going to have to talk about that as we go. Um, a lot of shit. We'll go ahead and start off with Thursday's game. The Bengals traveled to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Uh, they did lose 34-20. to And uh, their season, they will not be going for the Super Bowl anymore. Uh, Joe Burrow had 101 yards passing and a touchdown before he had a season-ending injury to his wrist on his throwing arm, which is very unfortunate. Uh, Joe Mixon did have 100 total yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jamar Chase, two catches, 12 yards and a touchdown. Nothing going on there. For the Ravens, they pretty much did whatever they wanted to. Lamar Jackson, 264 yards passing and two touchdowns. Gus Edwards, 62 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Beckham, four catches, 116 yards. Unfortunately, a Pyrrhic victory as Mark Andrews suffered an ankle injury and won't be out for the season. Um, the tackle it occurred on was one where got wrapped up by the legs and then the uh, the defender did a bit of a hip drop yeah. to try to uh, bring him down and landed right on his ankle when he did so. A bit of a wrestling move. A bit of a know. wrestling move. Yeah. Um, this is probably, I, you know, I, it sucks because a lot of rules these days are against the defense. And I think this is probably going to be the next type of tackle that they're going to outlaw. I yeah. also think that is the closest injury loss to Travis Kelsey that you could sort of just like. That, oh, I it, agree. He's such a safety blanket for Lamar. I'm not disparaging anyone else, but just like <coughs> it's third and five. There's Mark Andrews, seven yards, done. Just, yeah, that's such a huge loss. I, I agree. It is a gigantic loss for the Ravens. The bonus here is that if the Chiefs were to lose Kelsey for the season, I'm not sure who would step up. For the Ravens, they have Zay Flowers. They have Odell Beckham. Yeah, they have, they have wide receivers that are actually better. They also have Isaiah Likely, second-year tight yeah. end, who, when he has been asked to, has produced fairly well. Not at Mark Andrews' levels, but also when Mark Andrews has been out previous in the, in the Isaiah Likely's rookie season, it wasn't Lamar Jackson playing anyway. So we're not really sure how he's going to do with but them. That, that really good slot tee, like, oh, like, yep. about, like Brady. Yes. Like, Never put up massive numbers, but anytime you needed Edelman to catch something, fucking there right he there. was. He was reliable, always in the right place. I, I agree completely. I, I, and also, not to take away from his other options, but they've been intertwined since they've been in the league. Yeah. It's year five. Yeah, they were drafted if, together. If, if nothing else, 
they had that rhythm and just were on the page and you're my security blanket and done. So yeah. so Baltimore is where the real brotherly love is? Yeah, it's brotherly yeah. shove in the other one. <laughs> wow. uh, so I just go in JD. Also on that same note though, like for the for the AFC North, Deshaun Watson's out for the season. I, I don't even have to get to that as far as the game goes because he wasn't playing at all this week. Uh, had a bit of a chunk of bone apparently floating in his uh, in his arm Who does in his shoulder. Come on, yeah. Um, and you already have Kenny Pickett, who that's best. starting him is basically like having your starter injured for the season for the Steelers, right? Oh, um, give the boy a chance. Lamar Jackson needs to be wrapped in some bubble tape and some other protective shit because it feels like the AFC North quarterbacks are just dropping yeah. like flies. But it, that division is so fucking tough, too. I think the that's defenses, part of the reason why. Across the board, yeah. these defenses yeah. are good. That's why. That entire division just monsters every week you face one of them. Man. Absolutely. Like, Also very interesting, though. One of the offensive linemen for the Bengals and the backup quarterback apparently won a state championship together in high school. Oh, that's cool. And now they're playing together <laughs> on the field again. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with the game I don't really want to talk about, but it is what it is. We you do sure? an NFL show. You sure don't want to talk about it? No, I don't. What about the first three and a half quarters? <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. We're going to, though. The Bears traveled to Detroit to take on the Lions. They ended up losing 31-26. to uh, Justin Fields, in his first game back from injury, had 169 yards passing and a touchdown to go along with 104 yards rushing. Uh, Khalil Herbert was the leading of the running backs with 35 yards. DJ Moore had seven catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. Jared Goff, 236 yards and two touchdowns, but he also threw three picks. Montgomery had 76 yards rushing and a touchdown. Amon Ross St. Brown, 8 for 77 and a touchdown. The Bears had a 12-point lead with five minutes to go in this game and managed to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. You're glossing over, though. The fact they kept fucking St. Brown to that. The fact they had that much of a lead. Against this year's Detroit Lions? Yeah. you got to take that as a win. Mm. I mean, yeah, the last five minutes fucking sucked for you. That's still I think, a win. That's still a win. I think the question here is, was it coaching that doomed us? Was it overall talent on the teams that finally balanced out? Golf looked human in this game, very yeah. much so. Those they three interceptions, really none of them they looked really like good passes. Like the, the Bears actually played a very good game for most of this yeah. game. Um, it just it fell apart at the end, which as a Bears fan, it just felt like more of the same. It's been a brutal few years to be a Bears fan. I want to think, like, again, you're the you're the big diehard Bears fan, but I want to think, like, the Bears defense played so fucking well. Yep. Against a really, really good offensive team. Yep. And they just fucking ran out of gas. I think that's why. They're just like, you start to lose a couple of steps, you mm-hmm. lose a half second, you lose a second. It gets to you by the end of a game. Also, and if, you're, if the offense you're playing against is that fine-tuned, Dan Campbell's offense is. Yep. And... I know we make fun of the Bears, and this is not me taking pot shots at Maddie, but just oh, take them, take them. No, feel free. Like, like they've earned it. When I think of the Bears, <laughs> I'm just like they went to the Super Bowl versus the Colts, and then I had to be, pause and be like, "That was 20 fucking years ago." Like, hold on a second. Damn near, yeah, it was. 17, yeah. Sure, that wasn't a pot shot. <laughs> no, no, like, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just in my they head. They made I'm the like, playoffs <laughs> with Mitch fucking Trubisky yeah. as their quarterback. Yeah, and then also the other thing I want to say is, if you were a fan of a middle of the road team. I think you'd be okay with Jared Goff as your quarterback. Just I have no problem with Jared Goff. Yeah. Listen, I actually have no problems with Justin Fields. I know there's a lot of people out there who think that we need to get rid of him and use the, the first pick that we have Too with the soon. Panthers on a quarterback. I happen to completely disagree. I think he's the most talented quarterback 
we've had since Jay Cutler. I think Ooh, yeah. that the very, offense... Very different skill set. Yes. Absolutely yep. very different skill <laughs> set. So equally good at throwing interceptions. I actually think Jay Cutler was far better at throwing interceptions. <laughs> yeah. I think, number one... Those having, bombs and a triple coverage Having Matt Nagy as your uh, head coach... <laughs> Such a dick. Yeah, well, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I think having Matt Nagy as the head coach at the beginning of his career, Nagy just thought he was the smartest man in the room. Yeah. And the offensive line sucked. And there was no wide receivers to throw to, so he's got some bad habits. I think they're getting better... I think, if anything, they're going to have a, the, a top three pick with that Panthers pick. Take Marvin Harrison Jr., yeah. then use your pick on a oh, great yeah. offensive lineman, whoever the best one is. Truly yeah. set this offense up to where no matter who the quarterback is, they can be successful and move forward in that frame of mind is my outlook. Maybe I'm just seeing it through... Not quite rose-colored glasses, because I recognize... glasses. Yes. yes. That is my outlook. I also realize I am not paid, and nor am I to, to do this, and I am not also trying to bet my livelihood of having that job yeah. on this also. I mean, so this year, you're definitely a Chicago Panthers fan. Yes. No. I'm rooting for whoever's playing against the Panthers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely. So far, we're going to have um, well. I, I won't lie. Like I didn't think we're. I, I was hoping we'd be better this year. At this point, I just want to see us play hard. We definitely played hard today. I'll tip my hat to them on that. Uh, for the Lions, oh hey, listen, you got the win. That's what matters. Yep. So good on them. And I still love Dan Campbell. And you know, if if a team from the North other than the Bears is going to win, it's hard not to root for they're the, the Lions least a little hated. bit. They're yeah. the yeah. least hated. By the way, yeah. at their <laughs> record, I believe they're uh, eight and two, nine mm-hmm. and two now. It is the first time I've had that record. Since JFK, Matt. Yeah, oh, I'm glad you're referencing that. It, that is the best start they've had to a season since like '62, and yeah. there was 14 teams in the league when yeah. that happened. How could you not be happy for that fan base? You kind of have to be. Yeah, you kind of have to be. Detroit has a lot of problems outside of their sports. Yeah, the 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 plant is closing down, and your wife hates you. But you know what? The lines are fucking eight and two, and let's do it. Yeah. Well, like, I remember last year, even, like, coming up to Thanksgiving, we're like, you know, at least this year, we don't have to suffer through a Lions game. The Lions are actually not terrible. Yep. And then they got better this year. And they went on a nice run at the end of the year, which is what I was hoping the Bears could do. If the Bears can build off this and put some wins together, cool. Like It is what it is. Tough loss, but good. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. While that game did suck for me to watch, (laughs) it was at least a fun game for people to watch. The Steelers traveled to Cleveland, and it was not a very fun game unless you are a big fan of defensive football or the Browns. Which everyone that loves that division should be used to that kind of game. Uh, It was an AFC North game. Uh, The Steelers did lose 10-13. Kenny Pickett had 106 yards passing. Jalen Warren, explosion, down 126 yards rushing a touchdown. About 75 of those came on one rush, but still, good on him. Uh... Pickens was their leading receiver with four catches for 38 yards. As far as the Browns go, Dorian Thompson Robinson had 165 yards passing, one interception. And not bad at all, stepping right in. You know? yeah, no, uh, Jerome Ford, 31 yards rushing, uh, but a touchdown. And uh, Moore was their leading receiver, six catches for 80 yards. But this was a defensive game through and through. Yep. This is AFC North. The Browns are going to have to do this without Deshaun Watson. It wasn't and- a punt fest, though. It was just it wasn't. slow slogging, moving Very, up the field, nothing. Yes. Slow slogging, moving down the field, nothing. Which, you know? against these defenses, <laughs> you kind of have to expect. Yeah. And when you're dealing with Kenny Pickett versus a rookie, 
with these defenses, yeah. this is First the kind game, of game you yeah. should expect. Well, yeah. second game, but but oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. do you guys remember like two thousand eight Big Ben versus Joe Flacco, and you also knew it was going to be fourteen to ten, but it was Sunday Night Football, and you're like, this is going to be a fucking great game. But because by the way, that was also Lou and Ed Reed are both going to kill somebody. Yeah. That was like, also yeah. with, like Antonio Brown, and yeah. like there was fantastic. But I'm just saying, like you knew it was going to be a defensive struggle, yeah. but it was just like Monday night in Pittsburgh, like late. November, absolutely. But you knew what was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's funny as shit you brought up Joe Flacco. I know. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. Uh, he also threw one of the prettiest interceptions in the league. <laughs> in the time. fact that Flacco's yeah. back, it might be back, is pretty amazing. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals traveled to Houston, take on the Texans. Uh, they lost 21 to 16. These are two teams that are playing much better than anyone thought they would. I realize yes. that the Cardinals only have two wins on the season, but they are playing very hard week to week. Uh, Kyler Murray continued to show well in his return from injury with 214 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. John Con- or James Conner, 62. 62- I always want to say John Conner like he's fighting the Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James Conner, 62 yards rushing. Greg Dortch led their uh, receiving unit with six catches for 76. For the Texans, more of what they've been doing. C.J. Stroud, 336 yards and two touchdowns. He did have three picks, but two of those bounced off wide receivers. Yeah, I'm not going to blame him for fault, those. But stat-wise, the worst game he's had this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Uh, Devin Singletary continues to impress when they yeah. give him the rock. Yeah. 120, 112 yards rushing and a touchdown. And Tank Dell, all oh, like five, oh, eight of him. Oh, eight oh. catches, 149 and a touchdown. I, to me, this is more about the Texans and what they've managed to do this season. Uh, they're now with no expectations. With no expectations, yeah. and they're 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 right behind Jacksonville for first place in their division. I, I truly think that this is they have a real chance to make the playoffs. They do. They really do. I, I think the uh, so after uh, the Rangers won the World Series, and then the meme went all over the socials about the only Texas team to never win anything was the Houston Texans. They're like, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl no, 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 this no, year. No. However, it's good to see them not suck. Yeah, yeah, and it's also nice to see Stroud. Like, he had a lot of knocks against him coming out. A lot of teams like that, how they would yep. much rather have yep. Bryce Young. And don't get me wrong here. I still think C.J. Stroud has far better weapons to throw to. Oh yeah. Granted, yeah. they're very young wide receivers, but they're better than what and Bryce has Young two has great with the Panthers. Running backs, which always helps. And yeah. Pierce has been injured, and Singletary. <laughs> Mike, Mike Singletary's son, by the way. running backs. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I'm really impressed with what they're doing, and their defense is playing hard, too. Fucking forgot Pierce has been out for six fucking weeks. Shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, injured for six. Maybe not out, but he's been yeah, injured. Yeah. <laughs> so, great game for them today. Um, speaking of that same division, the Tennessee Titans traveled to Ooh. Jacksonville and got their Titans, what the asses fuck? handed to oh. them. Will Levis, 158 yards passing and two touchdowns. Derrick Henry was held to 38 yards rushing. DeAndre Hopkins, four catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. For Jacksonville, this was a great game. Trevor Lawrence finally had a game. Yep. 262 yards passing, two touchdowns. Add another two touchdowns rushing. Travis Etienne was held a bit on the ground, only 52 yards rushing, but Calvin Ridley Did finally had another game. Yep. Seven catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown. The Jags' defense showed up to play. Their offense was clicking against a team that can stop the run very well, but not so great against the pass. They did everything they were supposed to. Yep. I mean, Tennessee, again, like, yeah, they're in fucking quarterback chaos. They shouldn't be this fucking bad. You still have what I still believe is the best running back in football today. What the fuck, you know? The problem is they got down so much. Yeah, you, it's hard to hand the ball off 
when you're down by 20. Maybe get away from it. Slowly put up points on the board is better than putting up no points at all. You know? I can't disagree with you. If you're just going to go three and out because you're trying to throw the ball, what's yeah, the point? Fuck it, what's the point? Yeah. You know? Um, but I think the bigger story here is the Jags doing exactly what they need to to win yeah. the games. And, and like, Lawrence hasn't had a great game in a while. No. Um, he had a couple earlier in the season, but it's, he's had a pretty dry spell the last so, few weeks. And they so. were embarrassed by the 49ers. This, this and is it, not, it showed that they came out yeah. angry today. This like, is Like, since they played in, in Europe, fucking meh, you know? Yep. Like, this is not an original take, but I just... <clears throat> listening to talk about Trevor Lawrence that like you're not mad that he's your quarterback but this year compared to previous seasons you just he's just having kind of like a hiccup of a year if yeah. that makes sense like he's not playing into a scenario where he's going to get benched or something just he's just not quite, well a lot of the games this year though know. they've been winning cuz Etienne's doing very well yeah. on the ground and scoring touchdowns and yeah when that happens yeah when they rush the ball in you're not going to throw for a lot of touchdowns <laughs> no and so. like I do don't really want to talk on talk about them, but also kind of like the Bills, like Josh Allen. You're not going to bench him. He's just having like a weird year. Same thing with Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So hey, again, the Jags did exactly what they needed to. The Titans, they got a lot of issues to fix. I do think, as much as I like to make fun of Will Levis for mayonnaise in his coffee and eating bananas unpeeled, oh maybe he didn't this week. Maybe not. Uh, Speaking of, that's a lot of fiber to be doing that too. Like my God, he woke up this morning. He was yelling at his wife, going, "These aren't bananas. These are fucking plantains. These aren't gonna work." <laughs> I have to tell you, I was this is miracle whip. <laughs> I was referencing the Andrew Whitworth interview before the show, who's a retired lineman, and he was talking to Levis after a second game, the one after he threw four touchdowns, and he was saying he was more impressed by a second performance because when the line was collapsing, Will Levis would step right or step left or just like make nuance what was cognizant of what was happening right. around and, him. And, that, and it goes back to just feeling what's happening around you and Absolutely. I thought that was really cool to that's hear. That's really important too. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of not being able to feel things around you, uh, the Cowboys went to the Carolina to play the Panthers and Bryce Young, I understand Dallas has a good defense but holy shit. Bryce Young threw another pick six this week. Uh, lost to the Cowboys 33-10. to Dak Prescott had 189 yards passing and two touchdowns. He didn't have to do a whole lot more. Nope. Uh, Brandon Cooks, three catches for 42 yards, was actually their leading receiver. Pretty amazing. CD did get a touchdown, though, so that's good. Uh, Pollard had his first touchdown since week one, that's I believe. fucking weird. Uh, for the Panthers, Young had 123 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. Chuba Hubbard, 57 yards rushing. Adam Thielen, eight catches for 74 yards. The Cowboys are good. They're going to beat the crap out of these poor yep. teams. Uh, that, I think, is unexpected at this point. The bigger question is when they finally do play the good teams again, can they rise to the occasion? So far this season, the answer is no. Yep. And that's not trying to be harsh on the Cowboys. That's just their record. Yep. They got beat down by the 49ers. They lost oh. to the Eagles. Like, to the good teams. Yeah. Yes. Like, and it's, it doesn't matter right now. And the playoff seeding will, will hopefully be good for them. But the Eagles are still in first place in the East, which means they're going to have the bye, if anybody, because yep. they're actually the leading in the entire conference. Yep. Which means the Giants are going to have to beat some good teams. Who? The Giants. The Cowboys. <laughs> the Giants are going to beat some good teams at some point, too, but that's beyond the point. This is in 2032. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, hey, that's pretty funny to bring that up. Uh, before the game, uh, Jerry Jones uh, informed Jim, 
Jimmy Johnson. That he's dying? That he's going to be put into the Ring of Honor. He said it was going to happen in December of 1923. Did he really? <laughs> yes. And Jimmy Johnson's like, I hope you mean 2023. <laughs> And Jimmy Johnson could have been so much meaner. He could have been such a dick about yeah. it. Because the whole such reason the Cowboys didn't win four straight is because of fucking Jerry Jones letting him go. Yeah, because yeah. of his ego. <laughs> his ego couldn't get out of the way and let Jimmy Johnson just take the credit for being yeah. that good of yeah. a coach. And at least he can bask in his glory of being right and having not won a Super Bowl for the last 25 <laughs> yeah. years. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, that's just, fucking great. Oh, man. I know. I mean, I mean, why should Jerry Jones be any different than every politician we have? Right. <laughs> Way too fucking old. Oh, my God. Uh, the Raiders traveled to, Mi- traveled to Miami, uh, lost 20-13. to 13. O'Connell did have a better game today, that 271 yards passing, close. one touchdown, but he threw three interceptions, and one was one of the worst falling down, trying to get rid of it. At some point... You don't do it. You've yeah. either, yeah. You either have thrown the ball out of bounds or you take the sack, and yep. you cannot be in between. Yep. And he needs to learn that lesson. Uh, Devonta Adams, seven catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. Josh Jacobs, almost non-existent, 39 yards on the ground. For Miami, it's more of what they've been doing all season. Tua, 325 yards passing, two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, 10 catches, 146 yards and a touchdown. Mostert had uh, 86 yards rushing. Uh, very pertinent for their offense, though. Devon Achan was supposed to, or Achan was supposed to come back from injury today, he did. and he did, he did, and promptly hurt his knee again. Yep. Don't know how long he's going to be out. Moving forward. I've heard nothing so far. I mean, Mostert's fine, so... He's having a Let great year. Take, take the year off. Come back next year. You know? Like, come I, back really healthy. Also, Jalen Ramsey got an t- uh, interception right at the end in the end zone and was hurt afterwards. We don't know, though, if that was just from falling on the ball. Because yeah, he literally yeah. fell right on top of the ball. <laughs> so, it could have just had the breath knocked out of him. Uh, in the continuation of... I do think... No, I think that's scary. Like, the Raiders, they're not good. Like, they're... No. They're, they're in even, what, 5-5 five and five now, I think. I think they're they five not and a good six team. now. And like for the Dolphins to have that much trouble with them, maybe it's a little surprising. Maybe there's some chinks in the armor there. Like, well, there are definitely because the Dolphins still. This was their first win against a team that wasn't with a losing record. Yeah, yeah. Though they were five hundred and, and just into the barely. Game. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Dolphins have yet to actually beat a team with a winning record, so there are issues there. Um, like, are they going to be that team that makes it to the Super Bowl and then loses by 70 points? I doubt it, because they'd have to beat, like, two teams with a winning record to do that. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're probably pretty safe. Not yeah. not bragging, but when I was at Taco Bell earlier. Um, <laughs> they got Taco Bell the guy, my, the guy knows my we're Bills hoodie. producers way too much money. <laughs> yeah. And the guy knows my Bills hoodie, and he was a Dolphins fan, and I was like, the Bills are a dumpster fire, but I think they're better than their record, and I think the Dolphins are worse than their record would suggest. They don't be good And then teams. he promptly spit in your tacos. No. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I'm just going to guess the spit content was higher than usual. He started the pot. I... <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. In the continuation of the no, we don't want to win one score games, the Chargers traveled to Green Bay and lost 23-20. to 20. You were going to say that? Uh, <laughs> Justin Herbert had 260 yards passing and two touchdowns to go along with 73 yards rushing. He was their leading rusher today. Austin Eckler had 64 yards rushing. He also caught two passes for six yards. Uh Keenan Allen just continues his season of amazingness. Ten catches, 116, and a touchdown, though he did drop one absolute sure touchdown. That would have been a big difference in the game. Way too many this last few weeks. Uh, Way too many of those. Jordan Love, 322 yards passing, two touchdowns. 
Uh, Jaden Reed, wide receiver, was actually their leading rusher with 46 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Wicks was their leading receiver, three catches, 91 yards. Uh, the Packers lost two running backs on one drive that had to be carted off the field. Aaron Jones and a rookie. A.J. Dillon was their leading running back running the ball with 14 carries for 29 yards. I don't know what happened to the running game in Green Bay. Yeah. I thought they would have to lean on it a lot more this year with Jordan Love, and it's been something that they're having to win despite of rather than because of. It seems like like even before Jones came back, like Dylan was fighting to get them a win mm-hmm. almost every fucking time he had the ball. But at least their uniforms are super cool today. So I don't like them. No, they were so bad. Oh, this is okay. I <laughs> yeah, didn't really sarcastic. They okay. were so fucking bad. You know, bad. speaking of uniforms, I did like the Texans alternative ones today with the red helmets. I thought those were pretty sweet. Yeah. Okay. The Texans, even if they lose, they look good. Just with the unis today, I was like, good for you guys. Yep. Same thing with the Chargers. When they lose, I'm just like, you're, I think, do, you're I doing think, it in fashion. I think producer Eric is slowly becoming our fashion correspondent. Oh, apparently. <laughs> uh, for the Chargers, though, one big thing here. Bosa left this game, had to be carted off. That's a huge loss. Yep. That will impact them. Especially the AFC this year. Like, I mean, even They're, with a losing yeah. record now, they still have a chance at the playoffs. Yes. I mean, a lot of things have to happen, but yeah. like now... And that's Matt Fuck, Super Bowl team. So. Uh, yeah, well, that's going to be a bad pick. The minute, the year I don't pick them to make a deep playoff push, they're going to have an amazing year. Uh, in the surprise game of the week, in my opinion, um, our uh, oh yeah yeah our good friend Scott Nathan Statton's New York Giants went to Washington to take on the Commies and pulled out the victory, thirty-one to nineteen. I will call him by his name, Tommy DeVito. He does not get the Danny DeVito treatment today because he no, had 246 no. yards passing and three touchdowns. Saquon, no picks. No picks. Saquon, Sacked nine times and no picks. Nine amazing. sacks. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, Saquon Barkley had 83 yards rushing to go with four catches, 57 yards, and two touchdowns. Slayton, four catches, 82 yards, and a touchdown, although I believe he got hurt in this game also. Uh, Howell, 255 yards passing, one touchdown, three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Commies also had three fumbles that they lost. Uh, Brian Robinson, 73 yards rushing, seven catches for 58 yards. And Logan Thomas was the leading receiver for the Commies with five catches for 58. The Commies defense managed to get nine sacks today. Unfortunately, the six fumbles by the, or six turnovers by their offense doomed them. Yep. And the Giants got four sacks today. Um, more interesting to me than anything else is the fact that 50 points were scored while 13 sacks and 6 turnovers right? occurred. Like, do you, with that much defensive play, how do you have time to score that many points? No idea. You know? I have no idea. <laughs> do you guys know where Logan Thomas went to college and Arizona. what position he, he played? He was quarterback. He went to Tech. Virginia Tech quarterback? Yeah. Okay, he was a quarterback. And he's I'm sorry, he was drafted by Arizona. And he's he was a quarterback in college. That when he was he a quarterback was when he was drafted. And he transitioned that into, I will be a, I'm going to stay in the league tight end for fucking eight years. Pretty cool. He's also... I don't trust anyone with two first names. Yeah. He's also about 6'4 and 250 pounds. He was a gigantic quarterback. No, I'm not, like, knocking his physical attributes. I'm just saying it's pretty cool to, in high school and college, you were a D1 quarterback and you were able to transition to... I will be a tight end in the NFL for fucking. Also, kind of weird. I haven't seen them run more trick plays where the tight end throws the ball. Well, it didn't work all the time with Taysom, so you know. That's a very good point. (laughs) Uh, The Jets traveled. (laughs) The Jets traveled to Buffalo to take on the Bills, and um, their offensive woes continue. 
Uh, Zach Wilson, 81 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception, was benched today. Brees Hall. Briefly, briefly. Brees Hall, 23 yards rushing, five catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. He wasn't the leading receiver. I just bring it up because it was so bad. But Garrett Wilson, a fantastic wide receiver, was held to two catches for nine yards. For the Bills, Josh Allen, 275 yards passing, three touchdowns, another interception. He needs to really, he really needs to stop throwing those. Uh, James Cook, and, and this one was his fault. So yeah, James Cook, 73 yards rushing. Uh, Shakir was their leading receiver with three catches for 115 yards and one touchdown. That one touchdown was, was like 70 yards. Who was? Shakir. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Shakir. Uh. Oh. Not bad. Not yep. Bad. Uh, Stephon continue. Diggs held to four catches for 27 yards. Uh, get right game for the Bills. Um, I will say this for the Jets. That touchdown was their first touchdown in over three games. And it was like something like 44 possessions without a touchdown. But how fitting is it? They finally score a touchdown. And nothing else. <laughs> Not a thing. Not a thing else good for him happened. I agree. It's very fitting for the Jets. Yeah, we got a touchdown. Oh, fuck. That's it? <laughs> you know, I, I still think back to the first week of the season when they're so pumped. This is our year. We're going to make the Super Bowl. And four plays into the season, Aaron Rodgers goes down and Zach Wilson's starting for yep. him again. I mean, if they, if they can get a couple of wins the next few weeks and then Rodgers comes back. Which would still be unheard of. It was an Achilles tear. He's, he still wants to. He's saying, like, you know, week 13, I'm coming back, you know? I mean, that might be the ayahuasca talking, but... Yeah, no, he's... But no, I want it to happen, because I want to see the Jets fans do, like, what the Cowboys fans do all the time. Like, yeah, that's right, we back. We them boys again. Oh, we ain't. Shit. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Bucks traveled to San Francisco. They lost 14-27. to Baker Mayfield did have 248 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. That touchdown pass went to Mike Evans, although the leading receiver was Kate Otten with four catches for 49 yards. Uh, Rashad White, 30, ca- 30 yards rushing, one touchdown. It was all 49ers, though. Brock Purdy, 333 yards passing, three touchdowns for a perfect 158.3 quarterback rating. Brandon Ayuk, five catches for 156 yards and a touchdown. George Kittle, eight yep. for 89 and a touchdown. Um, yeah, the 49ers are good. I do. Feel I realize really that's bad. not really much commentary, but holy shit. No, because there was the touchdown that Baker threw that should have been caught. Mm-hmm. There was another 60-yard bomb Baker threw to the wrong receiver, but it should have been caught, you know? Yep. It was like, Baker did everything he could to fucking win that game. Yep. I think Baker has solidified know? himself as a starter in the league again. Yeah. He definitely had a rough patch with the Panthers. Looked pretty good for the Rams. I mean, he was. This is his fourth team in a calendar year that he's played yeah. for. So this is a semi-rhetorical or hypothetical question to ask you guys, but do you think any part of Cleveland just... Was like we should have just stuck with Baker and see what. They're happens. fans. Oh, don't yes. worry. I'm yes. going to get into the uh, cost of that Deshaun Watson trade <laughs> later on. <laughs> um, but yes, I think Mayfield. Mayfield played through a lot of injuries when he was with Cleveland. He beat Pittsburgh on the road in a playoff game. Like, if you're a, if you're a if you're a yeah. diehard Cleveland fan, just. I I'm, agree. I'm, I'm not saying that he's Patrick Mahomes or whoever, but just like. All, got, he, all the same people that are like trying to like put back together all their burned up fucking Cleveland Cavalier jerseys. He's a walk on that bought into Cleveland and he got you guys a playoff win and just I yeah. don't know. Calling him a walk on 
when he was the first overall pick in the draft is kind of underselling it a bit, I think. No, but I'm just like, as far as his character, like, he just... Texas Tech, Oklahoma, walk-on. Like, he just clawed his way to where he is, and then he went to Cleveland. He won a playoff game against your rival, and just, I think they threw in the towel too early on him. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they saw the footage of him running from the cops in college and said, well, he's got to get rid of that guy. But then they would draft a running quarterback, which they still haven't done. This is true. Then they paid for one (laughs) who can't fucking play. (laughs) Also true. Uh, Seattle traveled to L.A. to take on the Rams. They lost 16-17. to Although, in their defense, Geno Smith had 233 yards passing and a touchdown before he got hurt. Yeah. Their starting running back also got hurt, so Zach Charbonnet ended the game with their leading rusher for 47 yards. D.K. Metcalf finally had a good game. Five catches, 94 yards, and a touchdown. For the Rams, it's pretty much what they've been doing all season. Matt Stafford, 190, one touchdown, one interception. Puka Nakua led them with five catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah, it have been 110. I, I he dropped some easy I ones. I do think that minus the Geno Smith injury, this probably would have been a Seahawks victory. I think so, yeah. It was um, fucking close. I don't think – I know the Rams' record isn't great. I think they're actually worse than their record states, though. Uh, I – I think them getting uh, their running back back off of the IR, hopefully next week, Kyron Williams, will be a nice little boost to them because their running backs, Daryl Henderson's meh. Roy Streeman is very meh, I think. Yeah. I, I, I do think Kyron Williams is a much better player than them, and it helps that offense work far better. I thought their O-line was strong enough that Henderson could have been plugged in and done almost as well, and he has not been able nope. to show that he can do that. I agree. I, I, I think that they have... They are still paying off the credit card debt of that Super Bowl, which is fine. Listen, if I'm a Rams fan, we got a fucking Super Bowl two years ago. Now we have to try to rebuild a bit. I do not think that Matt Stafford will be the quarterback when the team is playing well again. But that's more because I think he's he's 35 or 36. He's had a lot of back injuries and things of that sort. I just think he's going to retire sooner than later. We talked about this two years ago. Would you have the Bears or... Like, win a Super Bowl knowing you're going to suck for the six years after? Yep. Yeah. I mean, come on. If you're a Lions fan, you think you're going to turn down? Yeah. If, can you put it on the credit card and get one Super Bowl? Hell yes. If you're a Cardinals fan, yeah. hell yes. If you're a Texans fan, hell yes. If you're a fan of anybody. But the Rams should be better. They should be, but they're not. Yeah. Listen, uh, not the offensive side. <laughs> uh, maybe on defense. All right, so that is all of the games today. We are currently watching the Broncos uh, play the Vikings. It is 3-0. Uh, if you are uh, watching us uh, do this live on YouTube, feel free to get in on the chat. We'd love to interact a little bit. But for our next segment, normally uh, Mr. Statton, that is generally speaking sitting to my left, uh, goes over this. We're going to go into our NFL this week because we are not going to stop drinking whiskey during the NFL just because Mr. Stats isn't here. Brian and I are yes, enjoying sir. some Whiskey Pig. This is the 100% this, this rye. Is whistle pig. I'm sorry, whiskey. It is pig. whiskey. Whistle pig. <laughs> whistle pig whiskey. Uh, this is the. I believe Scott described it to me as the 100 hundred. Yeah. Ten year aged, 100% rye, 100 proof. We need one more. Oh, we do need one more. I have my apologies. Upgrades gotta get some wake up sauce in them. <sighs> Nothing better than a little whiskey to wake you up. <laughs> yep. For this week's on FL, we have a few little fun things to go over. Uh, I'd like to start off with my Texas Tech Red Raiders. Who? My Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, their football team this week uh, played University of Central Florida. We won 24-23. to uh, Off the back of a blocked extra point with about three minutes to go. 
And then we got the ball back and just ran the clock out. Made us bowl eligible, which I think is fantastic. But also, I'm going to use football math here. We beat the University of Central Florida. Check. Last week, University of Central Florida beat Oklahoma State. Check. Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma previously. Check. Previous to that, Oklahoma beat Texas. Yeah, check. Previous to that, Texas beat Alabama. And that was they, a fluke, but yes. And they beat there the go, <laughs> by football math, Texas Tech Red Raiders, better than Alabama. Also beat the 07 Patriots. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Matt was doing mental gymnastics, and I was like, oh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> um, but well, no, UCF is one of those teams, like, they're not, unless you really watch college football, you've never fucking heard of them. But if you watch college football, you're fucking watching UCF. They're, you fun, know? they're a fun team to watch. <laughs> yeah. It's also weird because being a Red Raiders fan, I got so used to in my time. Because when I first got there, there was a coach by the name of Spike Dykes. He'd coached there forever, and it was. Three yards and a cloud of dust and a lot of defense. Zach Thomas was the star player for a long time for that team. That was the best player we'd ever had. Oh, and then they discovered recruiting. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so then we went to the air raid with Mike Leach. Unfortunately, <coughs> Craig James, that son of a bitch, his son played for us and whined a little bit about how he got treated when he was being an ass at fucking practice. Got Mike Leach fired. That son of a bitch. <laughs> And since then, we've had a little bit of problem. Cliff Kingsbury brought the air raid also. Uh, didn't do too well. However, he did recruit Patrick Mahomes. That was cool while mm -hmm. it lasted. Mm -hmm. um, but now we've been getting more of a going from the air raid to more of a uh, run game. So it's been kind of fun to watch the transition because they are playing better. Anyway. Into also, just real quick about USC or UCF. Do you guys remember Mackenzie Melton? He was a quarterback there. Uh, they were like 14th in the country, 9-0, and and he got his knee just, like, eviscerated. Oh, yeah. And it was one of those things, like, I know we don't advocate for injuries ever, but it was just, they were such a fun team, and their star quarterback just got his knee, like, destroyed yeah. going into the bowl season. And I feel like that is a UCF it does. thing. It yeah. just sucks, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Staten, while he is not feeling well today, and Scotty, we hope you're feeling better, uh, did send me his NFL notes, so oh, we're going to oh, get into oh. those. Uh, he, did want, right. he did want me to bring up his, uh, on Tuesday, the Timberwolves and the Warriors played. There was a lot of fouls at one point where it ended with Draymond Green putting Rudy Gobert in a fucking chokehold in the middle of a basketball game that has gotten him a five-game suspension. And I'd like to talk about this because I think of Draymond Green as, he's a good player. He plays tough defense, he rebounds well, he can pass the ball, doesn't score a lot. He acts like he's the tough guy on the Warriors, yep. and I guess when you've got guys like Stefan, like they're smaller, they're shooters, and he likes to like he threw a punch at one of his own teammates in practice. <laughs> he also he seems to really pick who he tries to be a tough guy. He also yeah. stepped on someone and then waved his hands like he'd been shot to yep. the refs. Yeah. When like literally the the opposing player was on the ground, he stopped on him and then just was like. Like, what was me? And yeah. I realize this is more of a 90s reference, but if Xavier McDaniel was playing for the op opposite team that Draymond Green was on, he'd beat the shit out Draymond of him. Green would not be the macho tough yep. guy he pretends yep. to be. I think Draymond if Green... Charles Oakley was on that team, yeah. he would not be the fucking fake tough guy he tries to be, because Oakley and McDaniel would just kick the shit out of him. I think Draymond would have had hands thrown at him in the 90s or 80s. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Dennis Rodman... Would have oh, kicked God, his ass because yeah. he would have fucked with anybody. Yep. And yeah. I'm willing to bet if he was playing against Shaq, he would have just been like, "Yes, sir, no, sir." I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be wrong. If I was standing next to Draymond Green, I would look like a small person. Yes. yes. However, I think Draymond's a bit of a fake tough guy. Yep, I agree. Whole and I am annoyed agree. by him. 
And also, I'm not knocking Draymond, but you came into I'm going to be on the best franchise for like a decade. I got Stephen Clay. We're winning rings, and I'm going to be a douche, and I can get away with it. Where in the '80s, because like, we're on a championship. But team. but if Draymond was playing the '85 Pistons, he would have got his ass handed to him by well, Bill Lambert. Bill Lambert would have. That's what I'm saying. Like Bill Lambert would have fought him. Horn would have done it too. On site, on site, Bill Lambert would have started swinging. <laughs> to, to be fair, I think Thomas probably would have kicked his ass. Yeah. I'm just throwing out there. Yeah. Nut punched him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ah, it's but annoying then to me. So sneakily, no foul was called. <laughs> All right. So moving on, NCAA football. Oregon State and Washington State were given sole control of the Pac-12. They had argued, and they had done this in, in uh, legal briefs, that the conference bylaws were clear that when the schools announced they were joining other conferences, they immediately surrendered their seat on the conference board, and a judge agreed with them. Yeah. In addition, the NCAA has informed, I, I found this out today, Oregon State and Washington State, that uh, they can compete as a two-team conference in 2024 and 2025 because Sounds of legal. all these teams leaving. Because it's all legal. Yeah. I don't know who they're going to have their fucking other games against. They're going to have to build a one crazy non-conference schedule considering they have one conference game. How awesome is this, though? Like the the 16-team conferences and all that shit. Two-team conference. Two Fuck you. I like it. I, like it I think it's amazing. It's awesome, but there's also an innocent man in jail waiting for his trial. But the judicial system could get to that for sure. First of all, different like, judges, different courts. I know, but like, come on. It... All right, Debbie Downer. All oh right. shit, we're trying to have fun here. Right. But you think about so they're gonna have to play other. I forget. I forget the fucking term for like the small D one schools. Double A schools. Is it D one double A? Is that yeah. what it is? Okay. Like that's JMU. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like, and some of them you never fucking know, you know. Um, so they could be interesting games, mm-hmm. but they should play each other at least three times, <laughs> and not just once, three times. That'd be amazing. Right? Well, no, like Wisconsin Whitewater that goes undefeated every year. Yeah. Like that's a double A. Yeah. But like, could but, on- like make them play. But, but could honestly big... scare well, Iowa. Well, get all yeah. the top like of the du- kind of thing. Get all the yeah. top double A ones. Get North Dakota State. Get yeah. Apps. Yeah. Exactly. Get all of them. Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, will beat fucking Michigan. They probably won't beat them. Like, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> speaking of a team trying to move up to their level, get James Madison against you. Oh, they would demolish them. They would demolish them. Jay would be so much fun. <laughs> Jamie was ten and zero, and I don't think that ten, ten and, one. They lost. Ten yeah, they lost this weekend. Oh, okay, <laughs> they lost to Appalachia State. In theory, don't worry, Brian's going to go over that soon. <laughs> in theory, like I don't think Penn State is happy. That App State or JMU would be rolling in. No, they'd yeah. be miserable. Like this is the, we could lose this game and it's gonna be super embarrassing. But also that team is kind of as good as we are. Yeah, and yeah. But that's also how like those double A schools like eke in. Like like I'm biased because like I was at, I went to Texas State. They were a Division two team forever. Then they were a Division one double A when I was there. Yeah, and they got their asses handed to them. The next year they beat a ranked team, and like you lost to fucking who? Yeah. Nobody knows who fucking Texas State is. Yeah, like that's the made-up team from that Scott Bakula movie, right? You know, <laughs> uh, actually, fucking great. You know, they, that's one of the uh, Texas schools all rank high for beer drinking, but Texas State is one of the top. Well, uh, us and Texas Tech were in competition every year. Absolutely, so. <laughs> someone's got to be a party school. <laughs> we both had lazy rivers. Uh, exactly. Uh, Texas Tech did build one on campus. God, I love Ours having. Ours was natural. <laughs> I love the fact that I'm an alum to that school. Natty Light. Yeah. No, no. 
No, not Natty Light. No, the river. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, well, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Yeah. It's a lot of urine and STDs, probably. <laughs> uh, let's see. Gonorrhea so, makes a nice flow. Zamana yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sabonis had 29 points and 16 rebounds. As the Kings overcame LeBron James's 108th career, career triple-double, James had 28 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds with his first triple-double of his in his 21st NBA season, which broke his tie with Jason Kidd for the fifth most in NBA history. But it took him how many fucking years? 21. The King, really? Took him that long? Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive all the same. Fake throw. One other thing about the Big 12, and I find this one really just kind of cool. The WWE and the Big 12 have formed a new partnership around the Big 12 championship game. There will be a custom-made championship title belt going to the game's most outstanding player. So you did say WWE. WWE. Okay, okay. <laughs> World Wrestling. Just because you know that their shit is scripted doesn't mean that ours is. Much. Depends on what Vegas says. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We are also going to go over, uh, oh, in the category of how the fuck does this keep happening? Alabama beat Chattanooga 66-10 to this weekend. Could have been a little higher if Alabama's quarterback hadn't dropped the fucking ball running into the no. end zone. It happened again! God. With the Alabama quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Like, Nick Saban isn't fucking going to scream at your ass forever. <sighs> Figure that one out for me. That's not fucking okay. That's I not agree. fucking okay. The minute Deshaun Jackson did that in his rookie year, it should never have happened again. Yep, yep. Stop celebrating before you've actually scored. Holy shit. Try, stop trying to look cool. Run to the end zone. Do what Barry Sanders did. A Hall of Famer, probably the best run, pure running back yeah. of all time. He would run to the end zone and just toss the ball to the yeah. refs. Once That's he was it. clearly in the end zone. Yep. Yep. Just, Or at least mentally have a celebration in mind that requires the ball. Yes. Pretend that you're going to do something with the ball in your celebration. Pre pretend that, that ball actually matters. Drop it. <laughs> Jesus. I agree. But Alabama. Alabama. What the fuck? All right, so that is my portion of the NFL. The professor has a little segment oh. to kick into it. So or is this, your, is this just, just the worst? Or no, NFL? no, it's not just the worst. Okay. Um, um, uh, it might be. Yeah, I'm going to say they're just the worst. All right, other, next segment. Other college football, actually. Our next segment is just <laughs> the worst. I do have Brought some other to you by things Joe us. Buck. Just the worst. I am not a UT fan nor a Texas A&M fan. Nor should anyone be. I, I kind of like what AM did. Fired Jimbo Fisher and paid him $90 million not as a coach? That was dumb as shit. Okay. No, their 12th man thing. So it was senior week. And this is, this is not my just the worst. This is more college football. Okay. More NFL. All right. Uh, and I know you hate the Aggies, too. I went to a UT school. I'm not an AM fan. No, I think it was awesome they did this against Abilene Christian University, <laughs> which, while I'm sure they are well thought of in some fucking areas. So AM has the 12th man tradition of, like, you know, it goes. It way was. Back. It was against Abilene Christian. Don't laugh that much. It was, it was Abilene Christian, Christian University. Yeah. Who's not a good team? No, they're fucking terrible. <laughs> They've had, like, one guy go pro ever. They had a kickoff where the entire team that was on special teams were all walk-ons. Every single player was a walk-on player. Kick it off. Pretty good fucking kick, too, from a walk-on kicker, you know? Um, and then the, the special teams forced a fumble. Forced a fumble. Special teams, all walk-on players. Once again, it's still Evelyn Christian. I'm pretty sure it got reviewed and it wasn't actually a fumble, like, but that's okay. It was ruled a fumble, you know? And I like that, you know? Um, my other favorite thing, <clears throat> we 
was uh, UNC thought they had a 70-yard touchdown run against Clemson. And it gets stripped literally that fucking close to the end zone. Nice. That fucking close. And then, like, they're all fucking celebrating, and everyone's going, like, uh, no, that was a fucking fumble. And even better, it fumbled into the end zone, so it was a touchback, so they lost possession. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hold on to the fucking ball the whole time. He didn't drop it, but it was stripped right fucking there, you know? Which makes me think he was probably thinking about doing the droppy thing. See, it was that loose, you know? Funny story. I didn't know that rule about fumbling through the end zone uh, when I was playing football in high school until there was a game in the playoffs against uh, Lubbock Monterey uh, where one of our linebackers hit the running back from Lubbock Monterey who was going towards the end zone to get a score touchdown really fucking hard and that ball went flying through the fucking end zone. That was the first time I ever knew that was a rule. It was when they were like what happens? Cooper Abling Cooper Ball. I was like what? We got the ball back. It's on the 20. Yeah! <laughs> I don't understand how this happened. And even better, one of the guys I worked with for nine years at a bar in Lubbock was, an, was one of the players for the opposite team, so I got to talk shit to him all the time. It was great. Hey, you know about the end zone touchback rule? Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Anytime that happened in the game, like, hey, Deke, you remember that one time? <laughs> yeah. He never got tired of it. It's the dumbest rule. <laughs> I do have it just the worst. No, it's we not about the doing... dumbest rule. It's, it's there not... has to be a penalty no, for fumbling through the end zone. I agree, but it just, when you're a fan of the team it's happening to, it's the dumbest rule. Well, just don't let that happen. Yeah, hold yeah. on to the ball. It's not that fucking hard. Um, real quick, my just the worst is Joe Burrow. Not because he did anything that was wrong or on his behalf. Because you hate floppy wrist quarterbacks? No, just, it, I go back to last year, Brock Purdy had the same issue, and they were in the playoffs and he's like I literally cannot throw a football and I don't Well, it was a different so, injury, but yeah. Kind of like just like he couldn't throw a football and Joe Burrow, I don't know if you guys saw the clip on the sideline, he was just like trying to play catch and just couldn't do yeah. it and that just sucks cuz Burrow and the Bengals are a fun team and you don't want to see anyone who's a great player get injured, but it's just like it feels like such a dumb injury and just You know, yeah. it, I will say this though. And I'm not obviously their Super Bowl chances are shot. I will, but for that backup quarterback coming in, I'm like, hold up, T. Higgins should be back soon from injury. I get to throw Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. I got Joe Mixon behind me. We got a good defense. Like that's a pretty sweet spot oh, to be thrown into as ab- a backup. Absolutely, but I put this in the group chat earlier. Like if you were the Chiefs or the Ravens on Saturday night thinking I'm playing the Bengals in the wild card tomorrow, you're probably breathing a little more easily. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right. You got any uh, just the worst? Just the worst is James Madison. I mean, I get college roles. There's got to be a reason. So they went from the FCS to the FBS. They don't qualify to even win their conference, much less the bull bid until 2025. They were 10-0. They're 10-1. They lost to App State. They were ranked. But they're ranked like, yeah, they were ranked. How do you give them a ranking if they can't qualify for any of this? It's like, hey, look what you could have had. <laughs> That's fucked up. If you can't even get into, fuck, you can't win your conference, much less win a bowl bid, why are you in the rankings at all? But you should be in the rankings. And they were an amazing FCS team. They won the, the, the national championship FCS twice. They went to the playoffs 18 years fucking straight. I mean, they're a good fucking program. 
It's the dumbest thing to not allow them a shot. It's so fucking stupid. Well, they switched conferences. Completely. Yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah. that's the rule. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. It's so. But also, stupid. there's some, in theory, litigation that they're fighting. Oh, uh, they're already tried. They got denied. Oh, okay. They're then... in the Sun Belt. They are far and away the best team in the Sun Belt. Far and away. Yeah. And some shitty Sun Belt team's gonna get a bowl. Hey. When I think of the mountains of Virginia, I think Sunbelt. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, college football conferences are getting weird now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for my just the worst, I'm going to revisit the Deshaun Watson trade, which sent three first-round draft picks and a multitude of other picks to the Texans in exchange for Deshaun Watson and a 2024 six-round pick. Now, for the Browns, he got suspended for 10 games last year. Uh, they went 5-1 in the games he played in. This year, he got to play in three games. They went, I'm sorry, they went 5-1 this year in games he played in. Last year, 3-3. Three and three. Uh, He signed a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed contract before he ever play, played a snap with them. Fully guaranteed. Uh, the first year was only $1 million, but he had a screaming high signing bonus. And that $1 million was because they were trying to help him out because they knew he'd be suspended, mm-hmm. which is just real douchebaggery if you ask me. He is making $46 million a year on the 23, 24, and 25 contract years. He's a $64 million cap hit for the Browns. There's a Going into next year, it's supposed to be a $256 million cap. So about 25% of their cap is going to their quarterback. He's made $91 million off of this contract so far. For that... In 2022, they got 1,102 yards passing, seven touchdowns, and five interceptions out of him. This year, they got 1,115 yards passing, seven touchdowns, and four interceptions. They're paying, well, that $91 million they paid so far, they're paying $6.5 million per touchdown. Jesus. <laughs> $41,046 per yard passing. <laughs> per yard. <laughs> $41,000 per yard. They got... Eight wins out of him, which is $11.375 million per win. I'm sorry, oh I had to work gosh. these numbers because I thought it was oh hilarious. God, this is so bad. If they wanted to cut him before next season, it would be a dead cap hit of $155 million. Guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. guaranteed. Also, oh. if he's injured, a lot of these players, like, they have the big contracts, and if they get injured... They can't play. Well, it's like, all right, that's fine because so much money is wrapped up in bonuses and all that yeah. shit for a performance. Not nope, him. not for a fully guaranteed one. If he gets hurt, <coughs> you're still paying all that shit. So you're saying, all right, Matt, you're really making fun of the Browns here. What have the Texans gotten out of it? Well, they drafted Kenyon Green with the 13th pick, guard out of A&M. He's on IR this year. Uh, but not a bad pick. In this most recent draft, they used that pick to move up to draft Will Anderson, number three overall. He's having a pretty good rookie year. Texans are frisky. And the fourth round of the 2022 draft, they took Damian Pierce. Uh, they used. IR, but a good running back. They yeah. used picks that they had gotten in this uh, in this deal to move up into the third round of the 2023 draft to get Tank Dell, having a pretty good year thus mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. They also still have the 2024 first round pick and the 2024 fourth round pick. Just. From the Browns. And they also got John Mechie, who's a wide receiver, who had to miss his entire rookie year because of cancer yeah. and is trying to get back into the game. Also, just real quick, can I say something? Despite Bill O'Brien's best efforts, the Texans are still, like, <laughs> on an upward trajectory, which is so great. Like, I don't give a fuck about Houston. I don't like, give a shit about the Texans. But just, yeah. like, 
like, despite that shit show, they are still, like, seeming... We are a franchise that, like, has a direction, and we're going as such, and just good for them. Well, my point here, though, is... This is the worst trade I have ever heard of. Like, this, this, this might, in the end, go down as being worse than the Herschel Walker trade that set the Cowboys up to win multiple Super Bowls. Yeah. And if that trade, be, trade yeah. doesn't happen, Jerry Jones never even gets to have a stupid fucking hack to face nice. on Probably TV. Probably nice. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Cleveland Browns. That trade. Just the worst. I'm sorry. Oh. $41,000 per yard passing. My God. Oh, and by the way, he's set to make $46 million a year for the next few years. Yep. And currently injured. All so, the hand yeah. jobs. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Good, for, good for you, Cleveland. Uh, I'm sorry for Cleveland Browns fans. I'm not trying to be too much of a dick towards y'all. It's not that. It's just that sucks. Yep. All right. Next segment. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, wait, do you have just the worst? Well, I, I said my yeah. bur- okay. the burrow thing. Our next yeah. segment is squeak streaks. So, Mr. Woodcock, what you got? Okay. So I think. He is deserving of being Offensive Rookie of the Year. I don't think MVP level, but C.J. Stroud came off on a tear. Uh, Two weeks ago, he had three picks versus the Bengals. Uh, This week, he had a pick versus the Cardinals. They're playing versus the Jags this upcoming weekend. I think he will continue the streak of having at least one pick. That's a pretty weak streak. Yeah. That's the best you could come up with? Yeah, it's a safe one. We... All right. He hadn't thrown a pick in all season, and this is what I'm working with. All right. All right I'll take it. Fair yeah. enough. We, we can't validate your, your current streak because they're playing right now. Yeah. But you said Dobbs going to get a QBR rating over 101. Which he's going to do this far. And it's so still far. the second yeah. quarter. So, yeah. I like it. Okay. So, that is everything we have leading up to our picks for Week 12. You might be saying, but Matt, there's still games going on. Yeah. This is half of this is live. We whole-ass nothing. We half-ass everything. <laughs> and also, I'm four beers deep. I'm in the middle of a whiskey. I watched my Bears lose today. I've had two cigars. And I'm going to continue drinking during the rest of this game after this is over. We love this show. Perfect time to make picks. It's great. This is the best time to make picks. <laughs> so, Thursday, three games. Three games. Because three. it is fucking Thanksgiving. God, I hope these are better than most of the Thursday night games have been. We're going to start out. Green Bay, with their inability to run the ball, travels to Detroit to take on a team that is actually pretty good defensively against everything but the run. And, so it doesn't you know, matter. Yeah. Uh, listen, Jordan Love has been playing better as of late. Again, I don't know what the Chargers are capable of defensively because they've given up a lot of points, so I don't know if we could really rate him a whole lot coming out of this weekend. I think Detroit... Is going to have a. If they won today, but I think there's a little bit of a bad taste in their mouth. I think Dan Campbell's going to be reading the riot act. Uh, it's a home game, so Jared Goff, I think, will play well. I believe Detroit wins this game, and uh, I would say probably by about 10. By 10? Yeah. yeah. I'm saying Detroit humiliates Green Bay Thursday. Woo! Humiliates them. Listen, as someone that hates the Packers, I'm okay with this. <laughs> Jared Goff takes a big Jared bite Goff. into a like overdone turkey leg, blows the break, blows the brakes off the Packers. Yeah, I like it. Why is it you an overdone what? turkey leg? Hold on, it always is. Scotty isn't here to pick, so we're gonna have a guest person pick for them. Greggy, 
Who you got? I'm going with Detroit. Greg is going with Detroit. All right. The commies travel to Dallas. End of story. Dallas wins. I know it's a rivalry game. I don't give a shit. I think Dallas crushes them. Greg? I'm going the opposite. The commies. Okay. Also, put me down for the commies in a, in a funsies. And a fun one, yeah. So, Dallas is a far better team oh, than the Commies. One million percent. Yeah. The Just Commies are on the road. But I the, so want them to beat the fucking yeah, Cowboys. Like, and I, and I, I don't, I'm not going to watch The Commies were on pace to give up more sacks than any team ever has. And the Cowboys have a pass rush that is ungodly. I hate Dallas so much, I would wear that koozie to work. If it meant the commies win this game. So just put me down for the commies and a bullshit reason. I want Sam Howe to get sacked 15 times and they still win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 15 sacks, three picks, a fumble for a loss. And somehow game the commies win. Yeah. yeah, that's... Is that Thane's game? Yeah. All right. Uh, San Francisco travels to Seattle. Um, boy, if Drew Locke is starting and, and not Geno Smith, I don't think this one's going to have a chance. I say San Fran big. Yeah, I don't see a way Seattle pulls this one out. Yeah, San Fran big, but also Drew Locke has made $15 million as a backup, and good for him. Good for him. Yeah. On Black Friday, first time for this, the NFL yeah, decided to throw a game. Ever. You know what? Hey, listen, it's a day that almost everybody has off anyway. Why not have a football game? No, it makes sense. It's only streaming on Amazon Prime. Of course it Black is. Black Friday shopping, watch some football. Oh, Black Friday shopping, watch some football. Of course it is. Your dad has Amazon Prime. Christ. It's not the point. Yeah, people shouldn't have to have Amazon Prime to watch NFL games. It's capitalism. But I know, but I, Captain Pat does. <laughs> so. I mean, most Americans. I mean, I say that most, as someone who you know. who thinks that everyone should be able to watch it. But on the other hand, Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, could use a sponsor. <laughs> Anywho, Miami travels to New York. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got a beer spit out of our producer. Damn it, so close. Uh, Miami versus the Jets. I'm not gonna overthink this one. The Jets' offense sucks. Miami's does not. I know Jets, the Jets have a fairly good defense, but I think Tyreek Hill and Tua just continue doing what they've been doing all season, and Miami wins this one. If it's even as close as today's game, I mean, McDaniel got some fucking work to do. Yep. Like, today's game should not have been that fucking close. I agree. And if it's that close to getting us the Jets, they're, they're really in trouble. <laughs> I mean, we talked about Miami, like, today was their first win against a non-losing team. Yep. But, like, the talent they fucking have, they should be just destroying everyone. Like, I'm afraid this one will be way too close, too. Could be. You know what? Fuck it. I'm picking the Jets. Okay. Fuck it. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dolphins, but also what Matt was saying, kind of, in a, they're going to win, but I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. Up, Greg? Kill the Wills. It's the Dolphins. Dolphins for Greg also. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is a tough one. Wait, what do you have next? The Saints traveling to Atlanta. Okay. That's not the tough one. <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of tough. It is tough. <laughs> so, New Orleans has to take on Atlanta. Uh, last time Atlanta played, I will say this, they were far better about getting B. John Robinson involved. However, it came out today that Desmond Ritter is the starter for the Falcons moving forward, which is a huge step back for their passing the offense. I know Heineke didn't look great in the last game. He is still better, in my opinion, than Desmond Ritter is. Yeah. Uh, if Carr is back, although I did love Jameis just peppering Olave with targets, <laughs> uh, which he deserves. Yep, yep. Especially Michael Thomas. I do not understand what Carr's problem is with throwing to Olave. 
Just pretend Olave is Devontae Adams. He, he's looking for Devontae Adams. And That's hit him it. constantly. Well, you know what? That's what Olave needs to do. Switch his number Switch to whatever numbers. Devontae yeah. Adams wears. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> oh, my God, it's Devontae. Just keep hitting him. Uh, regardless, I see New Orleans beats Atlanta. I do like the fact that Atlanta got Bijan Robinson a lot more involved. They need to continue doing that. But New Orleans' defense is better than Atlanta's. Their quarterback is better. Their wide receiver group is better. The only – actually, they're – yeah. They're better all around. Alvin Kamara is better. Yeah. yeah. New Orleans. So, New Orleans, and I don't know who's playing a quarterback, but like I, I'm picking them to win, but if you told me I could spend $50 to watch Jameis throw two interceptions to an outside linebacker, I would also <laughs> just, like, that is money well spent. So, New Orleans, but just Jameis is so fun. Uh, yeah. He makes sure it's fun for everybody to watch. Okay. Oh, Greg? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Pittsburgh. Travels to Cincinnati in a game that I'm just going to say is not an easy one to try to figure out. Um, Kenny Pickett has been bad. Yeah. Bad, bad this season. Not just not good, bad. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati minus Joe Burrow. That hurts. Uh, yeah. They're going to have to lean more yeah. on Joe Mixon. But you know what? You do that, you get to start running play action. You get some play action going. Pittsburgh's pass rush is very good. Their defensive secondary is not great. They have to have the pass rush to help out. I think Cincinnati finds a way to do this more because their defense can shut Kenny Pickett down and the offensive line for Pittsburgh is not going to be able to create enough holes for Najee Harris or Jalen Warren to have a big enough impact. And I also say Jamar Chase goes to that backup quarterback and says throw me the Fucking ball. Get it within 15 yards of me. I do not care if I'm quadruple covered. Throw me the fucking ball. I didn't do shit today. Come on. Yeah. Let me do something. Yeah. I think Pittsburgh grinds it out. I think think it's kind of like today's game. It's like, I think they're going to win like 16-13. But they didn't win today. No, no. Like like today's. Oh, okay. That slow-paced dredging, just, you know. The logical part of me agrees with Maddie, but I just think that Mike Tomlin is the difference in this game somehow, and it's a... Like you said, a sloppy game, but just the Steelers find like just pull something out of their ass, and yeah, Steelers. Okay. Ready? Steelers or Bengals? Bengals. It's a tough Bengals. one. Bengals. All right. Carolina travels this, to Tennessee. This is the fucking one that's gonna be hard to watch. Sunday night. Oh my god. No, it is not Sunday night. Thank it's God. It you feels like it. something that they would make a Sunday night game. Panthers get their second win. <laughs> I disagree. I say Tennessee actually gets Derrick Henry rolling. As they fucking should have. And I say that they win this by 13. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow. Like, after getting their ass beat today? Yeah, I don't know. One of our producers just walked off set. Not really sure who's going to pick. We're just going to put it. I think Eric picked the Oakland Raiders. He picked the Raiders to win <laughs> yeah, this game. Yes, That's yes. fascinating. <laughs> uh, Greg, would you like Tennessee or Carolina on this one? Tennessee. Tennessee, all right. Yeah. I mean, listen, Tennessee, you can't run against them. People can't pass against them. Uh, Carolina can't run or pass like, very yeah, well. They don't do either <laughs> one well. Yeah. So I, that's why I, I just – Mike Vrabel is not going to let a rookie quarterback – that's not named C.J. Stroud. No, I, <laughs> I actually picked the Panthers on my, like, funsies pick. All right, so, all right. Yeah. All right. Tampa Bay travels to Indianapolis. And this, to me, is, like, the more difficult one. Like, this is a team – both these teams have playmakers on the offensive side that are very good. Indianapolis has had some From defensive issues. Um, 
I am not sure why, but I think Indianapolis pulls out the win here. For some reason, I think Minshew's crazy ass can get enough done. I think Jonathan Taylor truly is getting more and more back to form after being out with that ankle injury last year and the contract dispute and everything else to start this year. I think he's back in football form, and I think that's the difference here. I think Baker goes, oh, I Evans, I forgot. Here. It's possible. It's Tampa, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tampa. <clears throat> um, and I still, I know I go to bat for him. I still think Baker is just fine as a serviceable quarterback. Yeah. Greggy? Indianapolis. Indianapolis or Greggy? Uh, New Orleans travels to New Jersey to take on the Giants. New Orleans. New England travels to New Jersey to take on the Giants. <laughs> if you weren't paying attention, I've been drinking today. Um, Bill Belichick is going to get fired. Is a Nah, he'll probably get traded to go to another team, if, is what I think, actually. Yeah, the gulag, um, as he should. But, but if there is one thing he does not let happen to him very often, and I, it, I don't know the last time a rookie quarterback did the, real great against he him. he used to, when he had Tom Brady, not happen very often. Well, <laughs> he is still a defensive mastermind. I, I realize their offense has sucked. But he can defensive game plan. And when you're game planning to just stop Saquon Barkley, which is the main thing that if you stop him, yep, you stop the Giants' offense. Yeah. I say New England. I'm going Giants. I mean, it's a more fun pick to pick the Giants. I just, I mean, their defense plays so hard; they know their offense is kind of behind the eight ball. I just can't trust the Pats to win fucking anything. I just can't, you know? I mean, I think if they were smart, they'd put Zappy in at this point. I think Mac Jones needs a reset of some yeah, sort. Yeah, or at least the threat of being replaced. Yep, and they know? need to start throwing the ball to fucking Ramondre Stevenson. Yep, yep. Like, you have some players. Yes. It's not the ones you want, but, like, fucking Stevenson. Yeah. He's Get a him involved. very good running back. Yep. Use him. Ezekiel Elliott's a great hammer. For three yards. Yeah, that's it. And that is it. Yeah. And that's nothing against him. It's just that's where he's at in his career now. Yeah. And even like Ramondre. Like, he's an out, old man at 27. Put him out. For, like, at, like, running back like, in the NFL. Like, he like, is. For yeah. real. Like, yeah. just, no, yeah. That, yeah. That's the legitimate truth of the of an NFL running back these days with the yeah. exception of a very few. Yeah. That's not me taking shots at the Patriots or Ezekiel. Like, I... Clearly he's done things I never could, but just like he is 27, 28. He is kind of on the back end of his career. As a running back. Yeah. Yep. Ain't that wrong. Yeah. So who do you think? Um, I think that Robert Kraft was getting jacked off at massage parlors in Miami, and we don't talk about it enough. Um, but... <laughs> is he in a group chat? That, that was a news Lawson? story, and we never talked about it. I was just sitting over here gleefully like, what are we going to duck on the Patriots? He owns and, the Patriots. And of we never he did. does that. I know that, but we never brought it up, and I just think you guys should be aware of that. But put me down for the pass. <laughs> Greggy, pass through Giants. I refer to Giants for Scotty. Oh, all yeah. right. Because he almost never picks his own team. Good for you. I know. <laughs> All right, next we have Jacksonville traveling to Houston. This is another difficult that one. That should be a good game, though. Jacksonville. I mean, I mean, Jacksonville's coming off a great game. Texans have been pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Jacksonville just stringed together back-to-back really good appearances. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with the Texans. I'm going to go with Jacksonville. 
Fuck you. Damn. Uh, it, it's more just because they are the better team. Yes. <laughs> they overall they are the oh, better they're team. They're definitely the better I, team. I think yeah. if listen, if we're to, in two years, this is going to be a fucking crazy matchup in that division. As things stand now, if things keep moving if the they way they are, that they could be like, yeah, that's true. You never know. A lot of weird things can happen, but. If you see C.J. Stroud and Trevor Lawrence's development continuing over two years, the wide receivers on both these teams continue to get better. The Texans' wide receivers, the sky is the limit for that offense, the way those wide receivers are playing right now, and they're all very young. Yep. Uh, with the exception of Noah Brown, who has somehow been in the league six years. Yep. But when he's healthy, just continues to fucking put up numbers for the yep. Texans. Uh, and seems to have a real home there. So yeah, nice. which I think yeah. is also great. Mm. But yeah, I, I think Jacksonville... Finds a way to pull that one out. Speak. Jacksonville. Um, not because I'm so convinced that they're a great team. I just, I think they're going to bounce back. All right. From a win? Well, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is going to go back to being Trevor Lawrence. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, Cleveland, with their fantastic defense and Dorian, Dorian Thompson Robinson at quarterback, travels to Denver to take on Mr. Unlimited. Who has already surpassed his bathrooms for touchdowns this year? <laughs> Eleven? He did twelve. Okay. He's got fourteen. Okay. Oh, I didn't he know did. if you were talking about his touchdowns or his bathrooms. There, I lost track. He didn't what, make it last what year. What number was what? He didn't make it last year. <laughs> and you know what? He probably has one ply in all of them. <laughs> and the Denver defense has been playing a lot better, but the Cleveland defense is yeah. so good. I think it'll be a good game, but Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going Cleveland. I mean, I hate speaking of my own team, but against Cleveland right now, yeah. Cleveland, I mean, but also, I think Cleveland's like, if you guys score more than 14 points, we got you on the defensive side. Just any kind of offensive production, we're good. You know what? Y'all convinced me. I'm going to change my pick. Were you to going Cleveland. to Denver at first? I was. Wow. You convinced me that your team sucks. Okay. Fuck it. You are. I hate it when we all pick the same ones, even though it's I can't have you be all alone. Put me down for Denver again. That's how much of a toss uh, up it is. Okay. Dumbass, go back to Cleveland. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, the Rams travel to Arizona. Ugh. This one is tough also. It shouldn't um, be. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but I mean Kyler Murray. I think he's, Kyler, he stepped right back in, you and know? I think Kyler Murray and the Cardinals keep it up, and I think Arizona beats the Rams. I kind of think so too. Squeaks is struggling wow. over there. Holy like, shit! Are you having a stroke? Are like you okay? No, I just. I, How's your I, left like, arm feel? I don't know. <laughs> Do what you smell to, toast? I don't know what to make of this. Like they're both. Objectively not good. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's a put, nice way of saying that. Put me down for the Cardinals and Kyler because I think it'll just be more fun. But like I, I have no conviction on this in any way. I'll be honest with you. I yeah. think this game could end up being like thirty-one to twenty-eight. I hope they both. And I hope it is. I hope they both lose. Like that's yeah. But put me down for the. A Cardinals. tie would be fun here, but Ooh, we haven't had a tie in a few weeks. I know. We haven't had a tie all season. And people no, no, have picked no, no, a tie, but if the tie has not happened. Yeah. This half of the room has all picked ties to happen. Oh, I see. picked a tie. Yeah, I picked a tie. That's, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Did it happen? No, I'm saying it's like, you're too smart. But this half <laughs> of the garage, yeah. <laughs> Greggy? I'm going Rams. Rams, okay. Yeah. LA. Bills and Eagles. Oh, it, just. 
I don't have anything to say. It just I want to get Eagles for sure. I'm also picking Philadelphia. Uh, I think that the Bills are starting to right the ship, uh, but their defense has had too many injuries. Philadelphia has way too many weapons, even with Dallas Goddard out. Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, that's a tough task to stop. Plus, you've got the brotherly shove. you got everything else going on there. And while Philadelphia, not fantastic against the pass this year, I think they can put enough together to at least... This is probably going to be a bit of a barn burner, I think. Also, I know this is kind of pandering to Matt. But I say Philly wins it. I know this is kind of pandering to Matt, but the Eagles' O-line is also just solid. They are. Just very solid. When I tell you they're the best O line in the league, no, but like they They're close. They do everything they need to what Jalen Hurts they do, do what, what he needs to do. Yeah, and they do yeah. enough of what they need to do because yeah. it's fucking Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah. Who hasn't had a huge rushing game yet? He's had good rushing games, but not a gigantic rushing game. Yeah, and so unfortunately he's not tuning in because he's on Long Island, but uh, JD is the resident. Uh, wait, Philly he's in prison? F- no. <laughs> but like he will tell you to just A.J. Brown, like, that O-line. He's like, Jalen might not be as impressive as he was last year, but that's not a concern because everything else on that team is just gelling, and we're, they're 9-1. Yeah. Gotta go with my those, those. All right, yeah. Greggy's yeah, picking the Bills. Okay, Sunday night, huh. the Ravens travel to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Uh, I say Baltimore wins this one. By single digits, so the Chargers can keep that streak going. Oh, <laughs> I say the Chargers lose by two. <laughs> They're gonna be up by sixteen with the ball, and they just like give it give to them. Seventeen score. straight points. Someone score loss. Uh, yep. I mean, yeah, fucking Baltimore. There's no fucking way the Chargers win over there right now. Oh, not uh, I mean, like, the Eagles have the best record. Baltimore is fucking destroying everyone. I still think Baltimore. I'm not saying, like, just right now, I think Baltimore is the best team yeah. in the NFL. And despite Matt picking Justin Herbert to be MVP and the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl, I'm going to pick the Ravens in this game. Yeah. I'm Ravens all the way. Fair Greggy. enough. Greggy? <clears throat> Ravens, just, just Ravens. Yeah, I want to be another dog. But so so you missed Ravens. the uh, the last four o'clock game. <laughs> Not really a conversations. Chiefs versus Raiders. Oh, did I miss that, that one? Any, right, because I didn't think it was gonna be a game. Anyone think the Raiders could pull this one off? No. No. Jeez. Hey, the Broncos did it. Maybe the Raiders could. Raiders are uh, statistically no. better. Uh, were the Broncos starting a rookie quarterback? They were not. Ah, it's weird. Did the Kansas City defense have a bunch of injuries recently? Not a whole bunch. During their bye week? <laughs> no? Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas, Kansas City. Listen, when I skip over a game, that means it doesn't matter. <laughs> Kansas City, and we briefly texted about this, but I just love two years ago, now, the all of us were like, AFC West is going to be sneaky good, get ready. <laughs> and yeah. So, Casey, for That was sure. like three years ago. Two years ago. Yes, two years, yeah. Before yeah. the season two years ago. I'm saying Listen, before yeah. the season yeah. two years ago, collectively we're, like, we're all like, shit. AFC West is going to be sneaky. Patrick Holmes already had his one loss on the road against an AFC West team. 
that ever. snapped a 16 game streak. <laughs> ever? It's time yeah. for another 16 game streak. No, but it was just like <laughs> Derek Carr is serviceable. He's going to the Raiders. Look out. Russell Wilson. Oh, gosh. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, what's the uh, Monday night game? The Monday night game. The Chicago Bears travel to Minnesota to take on Josh Dobbs, perhaps Justin Jefferson returning. Justin Fields, second game back from injury. Defense playing better. It sounds like a Minnesota win, but you know what? Fuck it. I'm Pick, picking the Bears. Picking the Bears? No, shut up. That was fast. I don't say it like it's so <laughs> fucking sure, Greggy. Fuck the Bears, man. <laughs> I mean, it's really tough. Like, on, on the one hand, Bears have... Um, Nothing. Um, <laughs> Potential. Potential. Thank you, Greg. Yes, they have potential. Potential to lose badly. <laughs> but on the other hand... Yep. <laughs> Listen, this I'm in the wish in one hand shit in another type of situation here with my team, okay? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it, Bears. Yes! Bears. <laughs> fuck it, <laughs> Bears. Put me down, too. For the Bears? Yeah, fuck right. Put me down. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> yes! That's how we do things around here. All to make Greg look angry. All right. Um, I realize we're a football show and we're having a lot of fun here, but I want to say truly and wholeheartedly to everyone that's listening, everyone that's ever tuned in, um, it is Thanksgiving this week. Watch the football. Enjoy the football. Have a good time with your family. Have a good time with your friends. Enjoy some fucking turkey. A lot of mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing. The other vegetables can wait. If Uncle Frank brings up politics, bring up football. Yep. Just have the conversation that actually And also, if you don't like what Uncle Frank is saying politically, just kick him in the balls and give him some fucking eggnog (laughs) with some fucking rum in it and tell him to suck it up. Or tell him Trump won and (laughs) 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 do whatever you're going to do next. Yeah. You assume Uncle Frank leans that way politically. I see. Uh huh. Yeah. Uncle Frank probably leans that way. way. (laughs) Personally, I'll be watching, uh, I'll be enjoying Thanksgiving on Friday because I got to work in the hospital Thursday night. But uh, that just means I'm going to get to enjoy turkey on a different day. What if we show up to the hospital and just throw deviled eggs at you? If you would just bring me a platter of deviled eggs, no, no, you got cats in your mouth. Uh, I don't know. Those are little slippery fuckers. (laughs) I don't even know if you could throw one properly. We'll go with those, like, Nerf catapult things. There we go. Yeah. That'd be kind of sweet. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, all of our picks this week. Any last thoughts on this week's games, guys? Just, once again, i so shitty for Joe Burrow. So so shitty for Cincy. Um, and for the Ravens and, and for Mark yeah. Andrews. And, you know, it really does suck. So many injuries this year to not... I mean, injuries happen anyway, but star players. I mean, Nick Chubb has been out since week two. Like so many stuff. And I like, yeah. like I don't we've forgotten lo- about injuries that happened this year. There's been so many. And I don't want to yeah. make light of Nick Chubb's injury or Mark Andrews or anyone else, but like Joe Burrow, yes, he's out for the season, but it, like his knee didn't get eviscerated. Yeah. Like it just it was, it's, it's a different one at least. It's, a, it's like <laughs> it's such a fluke it's just yeah. oh, like you just feel terrible. Absolutely. Um, I, I well, like David H. like, yeah, I'm back. Oh, fuck. I'm back out. You yeah. Know? He's like that. I'm alive. I'm dead. I'm alive again. <laughs> yeah. So just, oh. just as oh, every week, just injuries to star players. And a lot of times they're really horrible, but a lot of times they're sort of benign, but just as consequential. And it just sucks. It does. Like, as we've said multiple times since we started this show, 
uh, a few years ago. Like, we want to watch the best players play. We're not here to, like, listen, when, when the Bears play against a team, I don't want to see them win a game because all the star players for a team got injured. That's mm-hmm. no fun. That's yeah. not... That's not the way that football should be. We want to see the the best players play, and obviously with this sport, it's not always possible. It's a dangerous sport. It is. It absolutely is. Luckily, Deshaun Watson got like the second guaranteed contract ever. I think. Uh, I I actually think uh, the Vikings. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins also had a fully guaranteed. I hope so. I hope so too. But also, and also you- of the two. One of those guys is a good person. You you feel <laughs> very very boring about Kirk Cousins versus yeah, Deshaun. Yeah, Kirk like, Cousins yeah. is a very boring. We're gonna wear my polos, my polo shirt with some khakis type of guy. But uh, if your wife's a massage therapist, you have to worry guy about it. So this goes back to Michigan State, but Michigan State, DC, Minneapolis. Everyone has said he's a good dude. He's good to have in the locker room. Like he d- just in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say one melancholy shout-out that is not sports-related at all. Uh, Rosalind Carter. Yeah. Shout-out to a real Ro- one there. Rosalind. Rosalind Carter. Carter. <laughs> shout-out to her. Uh, did a lot for mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's huge. I mean, just a really that's good absolutely person. Absolutely. Just huge. a good person. Yeah. Very sad to hear of her passing today. Um, again. You, you, you know, it's going to be one of those. I mean, Jimmy's already on hospice. Yep. He's going to go this week. Yeah, he will. It's, 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 it's sad, it, but it's it going to happen. It happens like that. Yeah. Um, and again, like I realize not everyone agrees with people politically, but you can still uh, appreciate the good that some people do, yeah. even if in some realms of their life you didn't agree with them. Um, so yeah, very melancholy shout out to uh, the entire Carter family there. That really sucks. And that's a good note. In the end, it, it matters what you do. Yep. It really does. It, it yeah. absolutely does. Hey, don't be a piece of shit and uh, be kind to people. It's a pretty easy that's thing. Pretty, it's pretty much it. Thanksgiving yeah. week. I think yeah. that's a nice, yeah. very good way to look at it. <laughs> Uh, so yes, that is our show, and again, it's Thanksgiving week. Be kind to people. If you see someone that uh, might need a little help, give them a little hand. You never know. A lot of people would like. A lot of people are gonna be alone this week, and Rosalind Carter's mental health awareness that she worked for so far, so much, very important around the holidays. So, for half of this is live. I am Maddie Fax. Got the professor next to me. We got Dick Woodcock right over to the right. We got Up Greg over there. Mister Statton's been replaced by some little ugly green bitch in a <gasps> very ugly orange. Beautiful Roby thing. I don't even know what these weird-ass dragon things on his thing are. He doesn't look that (laughs) dissimilar, though. Uh, It actually looks a little bit like the... Oh, hold on. Let me do like the walk they do in the show. There we go. (laughs) Once again, he's still behind the whiskey bottle. That's that's Scott at when he realizes mine's like a dump in the house. Whistlepig. An excellent small batch rye. If you don't... If you've ever tried this before... Get yourself a bottle. It's not the most expensive one out there. It's actually quite it's affordable. Very good. And very it is palatable. a tasty, tasty beverage. If you're a novice, it's good Send grab. Good grab. Cake. It's also a great starter if you're going to get into the rye whiskeys. Mm-hmm. This is a very yeah. tasty one. I highly recommend it. So, that is our show for the week. We are half the distance live. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy the football on Thursday. We'll see you on Sunday. Thanks for checking us out. <laughs>